Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Today, we have a beautiful story to know and share, and this is about youth. This is about inspiration. This is about resilience. And this is a story in the making. I want to welcome Alexis Diaz, a promise for the city of Holyoke. Welcome. Hello. Good morning. Well, good afternoon. So you are, like I said, a youth promise for the city of Holyoke. You have been doing so many great things lately. And this is a story that I really want to share with everyone in Holyoke and possibly with other communities just to let people be inspired by your experiences. Thank you so much. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. So let's start with the basics. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So I'm from Holyoke. I was raised here. It's been seven years. I like music and art. Um, I like to talk about activism and stuff like that. Um, restorative justice and um, things like that. Um, I just like to be a free spirit. Yeah. When I got the opportunity to meet you for the first time, it was when you were at Lighthouse, at yeah. the school Lighthouse here in, on Ray Street, and you were actually part of one of the classes that took place in this same space. Yeah. And at that moment, it was the basics on how to produce audio, how to record different things. And you actually got to do a couple of projects that included story, mixtape. And I remember even a music experiment that yeah. still in the making. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your experience at Lighthouse. All right. It was great. Uh, I was so happy I found a place like that. I didn't think, um, honestly, I didn't think I was going to make it through high school. And when I found Lighthouse, it, it, it really opened my eyes. And I really got the opportunity to meet a lot of like great people, and it opened a lot of doors for me to like have new experiences, like you said, and do new things. And like it just makes me want to do better and help my community. It, it was um, a, a great two years there, and now I'm, I'm like the first graduate alumni, and I graduated June, and I'm so happy. And I start college at um, ACC Holyoke Community College. So it's Lighthouse has done a lot of great things for me, and I plan on doing great things for them in the future. How much do you feel the alternatives that Lighthouse offered you for your learning experience and development influence or changed you? Wow, that's, that's a good question because it's exactly like how I think about it. It's like it changed me in a way that that it's a positive change. Like it just makes me want to go do good things, and it really taught me a lot about how to talk to people and how to um, be with people in a positive way, work together. It was so it was so good. Then, because of the interactions and the opportunities that you found while as a student at Lighthouse, you also got involved with the Holyoke Youth Commission. Yes, yes. How did that happen? Well, um, I remember Josiah telling me about it, about the, the group and stuff. He showed me a video about it online on Facebook. And I was like, it, it looks fun, it looks cool. And he um, he got me an application, and then I got called for an interview. And I got interviewed, and they let me in. And since then, I've been with them, and I've been working with youth or planning visions for Holyoke. 
we did a MLK day at the library. Right now we're working on like questions for, for the city council at large thing. And it, it's been cool. It's just been great. Now, they also has the city hall people always like are willing to help me with anything I need. Being part of the Hollywood Youth Commission also allows you to get more involved into the politics mm -hmm. and how government is taking care of issues that you mentioned at the beginning are part of your interest as restorative justice yep. and activism. So what do you feel it has been your learning experience as part of the Hollywood Youth Commission? Talking, like I said, talking to people or certain papers that you need or certain permissions that you need. Talking to the mayor, it's always cool. He, he kind of knows us. Talking to Aaron Vega, I just get a lot of experience and a lot of um, a lot of knowledge from everybody. Like, there's a lot of kindness. It's great. I plan on doing a lot of good things, like a lot of good things, <laughs> and bringing them back to Holyoke. From the Holyoke Youth Commission, this is uh, a connection that happened because of Lighthouse. So yeah. Josiah Lighton, one of the co-directors, suggested that you could benefit of being part of the Holyoke Youth Commission at City Hall. And also, another opportunity that came this past summer was yeah. to be part of the Stone Soup Leadership Summit that took place at Martha's Vineyard. Mm -hmm. How did you got involved? Wow, that, that was another thing. Um, I honestly wasn't gonna go like in the beginning because I was kind of nervous. I didn't really know. I don't really do the, those type of things like camping and stuff like that. So like when they told me that we were gonna camp, I was like, I don't know. I'm not really used to all that. I'm not used to talking to people like that all the time or new people like people. There was people from Hawaii, people from Philippines, people from that were Brazilian, but they live on Martha's Vineyard. So it was like a lot of new people that I met and I'm glad I, that I got to go. And I'm glad I, I did that choice to go. And like, I, I learned so much. I met so much people and I learned so much. It was great. Um, so when I applied, uh, we had to, there's like a process that you have to answer some questions. Like, what would you do? What is your goal for the world, for your city and your community? And you have, if you answer that, and I, I just wrote that I just want to help And I just want to come to Holyoke and bring like positive workforce to work together and like with youth and stuff like that. And I guess they liked it and they let me go. And they, cho they chose me to go over there. And when I went to Martha's Vineyard, it was like a out of this world experience. Like Martha's Vineyard is like really, really beautiful. It was the first time? You, was, yeah, you my to first be time. My first time in Martha's Vineyard and I enjoyed it so much. So it was not only the opportunity to visit a place like the vineyard, but also to get to know people yeah. and get to do activities that, yeah, took you out of your comfort zone, but mm -hmm. it was a nice discovery to experience yeah. as well. What were, during the workshops right. and the topics that you uh, discussed and talked about and learned, what were the ones that stuck up more in, in your mind? Leadership stuck up a lot. Like you would have to, you have to be a leader and you have to do your things for yourself, you know, in order to have people wake up and be like, wait, I, I can do that too. And also like, let's say like, we, um, we would talk about in groups, like we would talk about mass incarceration, the prison to school pipelines. We would talk about um, how we can make the work, like a workplace better by working together. We would talk about so many things. We would talk about, um, like we said earlier, restorative justice, how we could plan things together in order to make other programs work and um, 
put people together that that can help each other. You know what I mean? Like it it was pretty good. It was really good. So once again, once you return from the vineyard back to Holyoke, what changed in you? Well, like um, I guess I had I have more initiative now. Like I have more of a a calling to do to do things. You know, to reach for opportunities and and not let opportunities slide by me. Any any opportunity I get now, if um if it helps me or if, if it gives it gains me experience, then I'm gonna take it. Just I I kind of learned to be a risk taker, not limit myself. Just go with the flow, you know, like let me experience new things to see if that can help me in the future. And also you got the opportunity to share this learning process and these experiences of being at the vineyard with other youth yes. from Holyoke as well. You mentioned youth coming from Hawaii, the Philippines, Brazil, but also you got the opportunity to hang out with some youth that possibly you know. Yes, yes. That maybe the ones that you didn't knew that much at that moment became now uh, a yeah. new connection. So how was that and how is now working now that you shared that experience over there? All right, so it was like in the beginning, everybody was like kind of shy, you know, everybody was in their little groups like that, like you said, everybody already knew each other or some people knew each other. And then like the second day we just, um, everybody just started talking to each other, every kids from every different place. And we all just started making jokes, talking about music, talking about art, talking about books, movies, you can name it, we were talking about it. And we were just making connections like, oh, you like that? I like that too, oh, that's crazy. Um, or um, we make connections about travel experience and stuff like that. Or we would ask each other for advice on things, different things, because we all have different different perspective. That was like the best part. We all have like different perspective, but we are in the same generation. So it was like, it was really cool to see like what the kids in Hawaii struggle with and they would ask us what we struggle with and the kids in Martha's Vineyard, what they struggle with in high school. And we would tell them what we struggled with. And they were all common, but at the same time, they had different, different stories or back lines to them, which made me like think about how the world is smaller than we think. And like, we can actually touch more people than, than we, we actually think. Like we can talk to more people and we can, um, just connect with more people than we actually think. What were those common struggles that you found out? Um, like um, drugs. There's a lot of drugs in ev you know, everywhere. And that's a problem in a lot of places. Um, alcohol, stuff like that. Um, we didn't really like to talk about it, but it's, it's a truth, you know, it's really there. And we are like a lot of our friends were damaged by that. Right? We know a lot of people that were damaged by it, things like that. Another struggle was like um, jobs, not finding jobs, not being being able to be employed at a young age. It's hard to find like a job right now. We would also talk about like families, family problems and stuff like that. And we would like, give advice to each other on how we could work work those things out. And we still talk to each other. Like some of us, yeah, most of us still we have a group chat and we all text through there. It's really cool. So that's another another great outcome that after making these connections, those connections remain active, even though you are not physically that close anymore. Exactly. I'm talking about the ones that are in other countries and other places away from Massachusetts. But that connection remains and keeps yeah. feeding that exchange of ideas and, and knowledge and experiences together. You were mentioning something about being a risk taker now. Yeah. And I believe this, uh, this leads to the next chapter of this story. And we're talking about from graduating from Lighthouse, yeah. Martha's Vineyard, 
and this next stage, we're talking possibly a time lapse of two months. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I also I went to Boston as well. I, I met with um, Will Morales. He has a great thing going on in Boston, and he works with so many youth. And I think, to be honest, in my eyes, I think he saves a lot of lives. He has a program in um, in his offices. He has 30 fa 36 facilities around Boston that all do the same thing for um, youth and families. And he's the commissioner of all that. And he has a program called the Street Program where his people that work for him, they go out to the streets of Boston, like the, the where they where things are known to be um, a little bit cautious and then there's a lot of problems, a lot of youth are damaged there. And they pick up those kids and they bring them back to the facility and they actually teach them leadership skills and um, how to get themselves in the workforce. They, they give them the opportunity to apply for a job and get an interview. And they hope, they hope for them to get that job because it, it changes the way that their life starts to go. And that was amazing to see. That, that really also like, opened my eyes like, to how I can do that too and how I can help kids too. And I want to do that one day. So you feel this is a mission that you can take and, and taking a little bit what you said about that you found your call. Yeah. So you think this could be something you can replicate here in Holyoke? Yeah. And it was going to take me probably a lot of years, but I, I think I'll be able to do it. And I think I want to do it in a good way, you know, I want to make it work and for it so it can last like he, like his programs last. So that was the experience in Boston. Yes. But then something else <laughs> happened because based on the outcome and the way you reacted and you got engaged into the whole process of learning during the summit in, in the vineyard, right. you also got invited to participate in a really big, amazing, beautiful, inspiring project that yes. is in Santa Cruz, California yes. called Barrios Unidos. Yes. What happened? So I met Nane in the summer, the summer leadership camp in Martha's Vineyard where we did a, a fire pit for pain and he did a ceremony because he's a Native Native American. And um, in the ceremony, he asked me to, to lead with him and to be the first to speak. And I spoke about um, mass incarceration and prison to school pipeline. And I had no idea that that's what he, um, that's what he does. That's what he, what he works to stop, you know. And it, he told me that that, that impressed him because he rarely sees young people talk about that, where he's from. And um, he invited me to California, and I was like, I was super shocked. I didn't believe it. I still can't believe I went to California to today, and I'm, I'm just super shocked by it. And when I was over there in Barrios Unidos with Nane and all his um, co-workers, man, they were great. They treated me like, like family, you know? And we, I just had met them, and we were just talking about, um, we would talk about restorative justice and how things need to change. And, And they're making a lot of movements out there. They, they're doing a lot of things that are working too. He has a lot of programs that, that help kids that have been incarcerated join, rejoin back into the system of um, getting a job by, he has a t-shirt company called BU, BU Productions where they, they make shirts, screen printed shirts, and they allow youth to come in there, learn how to do that, get experience. And then once they have enough experience in a work facility, they they um, make them a resume and then send them off to another job to apply to another job. And they keep track of them, they keep talking to them, and they have a mentor in the office that talks to each youth that 
has gone in and out of jail. And they, they do a lot. They do a lot of things. They have a studio um, where they, they allow kids from after school to come and, and work on music or video production and all that. Um, they give out food every Friday. I was able to do that one of the Fridays that I was there. That was really great. Um, we went to Trader Joe's. We picked up some donated food. We went through the food. We looked at what's good and what wasn't. We separated everything and then we put them on the tables and we finally got there and um, everybody was so thrilled, you know. It was good, like, it was good to see people smiling and and just letting themselves get help, you know, like, it was good to see that. So the program Barrios Unidos in California, uh, yes. Nana definitely is taking this big mission yes. of helping youth that is struggling with difficulties similar to the ones that we have here, Yes, yes. which is, like you mentioned, drugs, incarceration, dysfunctional relationships with the family with the families, or, or, yeah. or even friends, mm -hmm. and violence, of course. So all of this has created an environment that needs to be taken care of, and Nani has been doing this work for 40 years. It's going to be 40 years, September 9th, this month. So that it's means... This upcoming month. It's, it's been a long, a long journey. It's been a long journey for him, yeah. He's seen a lot of things. Um, another thing that I, I was um, blessed and got the opportunity to experience this summer was a sweat lodge, a Native American sweat lodge. And that, that my friend, that, that was a crazy experience, one that I'll never forget. So we were in Santa Cruz, the mountains, and we were, he has also a retreat center for youth where he allows any program to come there and for a week or however long they want to stay in the, in the camp. It's like a outside and um, to work on social justice and restorative justice and stuff like that. Um, when, when I was there, there was a group called Brown Issues and they're great too. There's some great people. They're from Sacramento, the college over there. That's where the, they originated, Brown Issues. And they work in high schools all around California talking about um, issues that well, brown people have to deal with, um, Mexican Latinos. I got to do a sweat lodge with Nane and a couple of those, the youth from that group. And it was, it was really crazy. I really enjoyed it. Um, so first you, you, you go into the, it's like a hut and it has like a lot of blankets covering it. And so you go into the hut and it's really big and there's a really big hole in the, in the middle of the hut and you sit down mm -hmm. and at first there's a fire in front of the hut and you don't know what the fire's there for until you actually are inside and he's, they start bringing rocks in and then he starts like explaining the ritual to you. So the rocks, they're lava rocks. So they, they contain the heat and they're like scoldering red, like they're red. And he puts four of them for the first round and then he, he dumps water on top and the smoke intensifies and intensifies and he just starts playing the drum to the heartbeat. And I just started playing to my heartbeat. And his friend starts playing the flute. And it just sounds like everything sounds like it's dancing in my ear. And I'm just like, it's hard to breathe in the beginning. I was, I was having a hard time breathing. But little by little, I noticed myself starting to relax and starting to like sweat out negative stuff. Like he would talk to, to us and tell us to pray. We would all go in a circle and talk about um, certain things that we're going through. And it was just good. It was just a good release. It really helped me like clear a lot of things. Indeed, it's a process of cleaning your body, your soul, your mind. 
that's an intense experience and I'm, I'm really glad to know that you got that opportunity. Yeah, it is too. a life-changing experience when you, actually it is interesting because many different uh, Native American communities do this, right. but also in Mexico, yes. the Aztecs have something almost identical and maybe the names will be different, but the process is the same. Is the same. So in Mexico it's called Temazcal. And it is said that you literally die and you are offering your body, your mind and your soul to the earth. So that way the earth is gonna allow you to be reborn right. and come back to life with a clean slate. Right. And that's how do you actually feel once you come out? Yeah, it really does. Because you f you really feel like everything is different yes. from that moment. Yes. Yeah. Once you step outside, um, it was around like eight o'clock at night, and it was in the forest, so it was really dark. And so once you step outside, it was so beautiful. I looked up, and all I see was stars and stars and and the forest. And it's like, I was like, wow, I'm surrounded by so so much beauty beauty right now. I was like, oh my god. I was like, wow, this is an experience I'll never forget. I'm so glad to know that you are experiencing this, and, and, and especially during this short amount of time. Right, I know, me too. It's been crazy for me too, like to think about how I just graduated and I've, I've been doing so much and it's only been two months, so I can't imagine what six months is gonna look like or what, what's a year gonna look like, you know what I mean? And now you are about to start at Holyoke Community College. Yes, yeah. How do you feel? I feel very like excited, very nervous, and and very like happy all, all at the same time. It's it's because um, I'm gonna be hopefully the first in my family to start and finish college, and that that's really something that I wanna I wanna fulfill for my parents. I think they deserve that. Do you have uh, at this moment any idea of the career you want to pursue? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of difficult and. It's probably going to take me a long time to fulfill, but I think I want to do it no matter what. And I'm not, not going to listen to what everybody says, you know what I mean? I want to do it how I want to do it, and I want to be like a, a director, actor, and I want to make music as well. Yeah. There is no limit and there is, an, there is no time frame for something like the development of your, your call, right. your career, your passion. It has its own time, and you are the only one who determines how that is going to work out. There yes. is, I mean, even the time that is suggested by the institutions for education is just the process. But what happens after that is still a learning process. You just got the information, and then is how you're going to utilize all of that knowledge that you have. Yeah. And right now, for example, after graduating Light, Lighthouse and attending the summit at the Vineyard and going to Boston and Santa Cruz, and now you have all this knowledge and experiences and let's see what happens now yeah. between your study time at uh, Holy Community College, but also the activities and ideas that come to your mind yeah. during your free time and being part of the Holy Youth Commission and being active in the community and of course still being involved with the Stones, Stones, of, Stones of Leadership. Yeah. So there's a lot of, yeah. of things to happen. And what I like the most is that you are in a place that it has so many possibilities for many of the things that you saw and experienced right. to actually replicate. You mentioned that Barrios Unidos has over there 
different locations and different places with community that is involved with restorative justice, with community engagement, with helping people in need. You even mentioned that they have a recording studio. Yes. All of that is here. Yes. And you have access to all of it. You know that you can utilize all of those resources and make it work if you put that idea to work. Mm -hmm. And you can be the one leading this region, this city mm -hmm. initiative to work with a community. And most important, being, being yourself, a youth coming from the community, right. from Holyoke, having to experience different things, good and bad. Mm -hmm. And because of that, being able to utilize all of, all of that experience and knowledge to start something new. Yeah, with, like, the, with the possibility of improving and touching many lives in this city. Right. So it's like, like you said, like, how, how will I digest all this experience and all this knowledge? And like lately I've been thinking about um, how we think things are difficult and hard, but they're not. They're actually not actually difficult and hard. We just limit ourselves because things are challenging. And when things are challenging, it, it like it makes us get scared and shy away. But like now that I think about it, I just I just want to challenge everything. You know what I mean? Like I, I just want to challenge everything and I want to tackle it. And if I fall, get right back up and try again until I succeed. I don't want to quit. I don't want to be known as a quitter anymore. Um, yeah. So from the perspective of yourself, before all of these experiences, yeah. And now, how would you describe? your change, your process. How was Alexis before all of this and how is Alexis now? Alexis before all of this was was more ignorant, um, shy and always tense. Very like to do anything stupid. <laughs> but right now, Alexis right now is like very different, changed a lot of change, um mentally, physically. I'm very stronger now, like with my mind. I think about more about um, how people can work together, how I can work with somebody, how I can, um, like if somebody tries to ar argue with me, how I can um, bring that to a level where we can just talk about it. Yeah, just how we can work things out in order to be um, happy and successful and not worry, you know what I mean? I'm sorry, I keep saying that, I don't even know what I mean. <laughs> um, there's so many, like, so many good things out there now. and. The old me was um, was scared to do new things, and now I'm not scared. To, like, I can't say I'm not scared. I am. I, I'll, I'm always nervous to do something new, but like, I'm not gonna shy away from my opportunity, a resource that can gain me an experience that I never had had before. So I, I want to bring those things out to light and experience them. You know. Is there any names that come to your mind of people that? help you get where you are right now? Yeah, um, there's a couple. Um, my parents, those are the first ones. Um, Christine, she's uh, the Holyoke Youth Task Force, the, the leader. And um, Josiah, he's the one, the co-director, Catherine too. Carlos, he's, a, he's now a teacher there. There's a lot of people I like to thank for, for helping me, man. And I'm sure that every one of them is glad to do it and keep doing it because we all believe in you. Right. We all have seen you breaking that shell, yeah. getting out of there, exploring the world and discovering all the possibilities that you have and that you are taking those risks yes. and getting, getting things done. 
this is a beautiful story of success that is just beginning. Yes, yes. And um, also, I'd like to thank the person who made a lot of this possible this summer, who I met um, at the Martha's Vineyard, the person who put everything together, Marianne Lenard, and she gave me the opportunity to do all these things. So if it wasn't really for, for meeting her, I would have not opened any of those doors. So I'm, I'm very, like, I appreciate her so much and what she does for me so much. So this is Alexis Diaz, and this is, uh, again, a youth promise from Holyoke. <laughs> Learning, growing up, but also sharing what he's experiencing, living. And I'm pretty sure that we will get to see many things <laughs> from you in the future. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Any message that you will have for, especially for youth, for yeah. the youth of Holyoke? Um, there's a lot of new things coming. There's a lot of new, there's a lot of culture that's been, has been coming out. We have to like learn how to use, utilize that to make our city known. We got to start working together and stop, um, stop um, procrastinating on everything. We just need to unif unify, work together, forget about the differences and just focus on what we can change to better our future for not just us, the youth of right now, but for the youth of the of 10 years from now, for for our children, for the ch the children of their children. We, we got to think big, we got to think smart and we got to think fast. Alexis, congratulations for all your successes. Wishing you more success now that you're starting at Holy Community College and You know, this space is always open right. and, and this is your space. This is not the first time you've been here. Yeah. Maybe the first time you're being interviewed, interviewed yeah. but you, you have been here before doing other projects. So if this space can be a tool for that development and that growth and some of your ideas that you will come up with at some point, right. you're always welcome. Thank you, Johan. Thank you. Appreciate that so much. And we are proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. This is Alexis Diaz, a successful story of our city here in Holyoke, Mass. And this is the Radio Plasma Podcast. This episode was produced here at the Plasma Media Lab in the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>